speak to you about the spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity. I would like to have the word of prayer before I share with you the word of God. Father, I thank you for your presence in this church. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Lord, let him speak to us today. Let your people not hear just the audible voice of the preacher, but let them hear your words and your heart. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Spiritual maturity. And I will start with the question, what is spiritual maturity? We need the verse in Romans chapter 8 and verse 29. It says, For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be confirmed to the likeness of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. In this passage in Romans 8, Paul said that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. In all things. Notice with me, he said in all things, in all circumstances, not just the good ones, even the tough ones, even the hard circumstances, God takes the good circumstances, the good things, and even the hard things, and mix together and make it work for our good, for the good of the people uh, who, love, uh, who love him. Sometimes during uh, hard times, we ask, where are you, God? I didn't see you, uh, Lord, in this situation. But I need you this morning to know that God is doing things in your life, doing things in your heart, even if you didn't see that. Sometimes we are happy in the good times, and, uh, but sometimes we pass through hard times and through hard circumstances. And in these hard times, in the darkness, we can't see God sometimes. But you need to know that He is there and He is working in all circumstances. Take it together and He's working in your life. And what is the end result? What is the goal? He said to be conformed to the likeness of His Son, which means to become like Christ. God wants every one of us to become like Jesus Christ. Even if you passed in the past, or you are passing now through hard times, first of all, I want to remind, to remind you with his promise in Matthew 28. He said that he will be with us always, always, to the end of the age. He said always, all the times. All the circumstances of your life, in your life, his promise for you, he will be with you always. And secondly, he is using this hardship to deepen your faith, to deepen your faith and to transform you to his, to his image. Everything works for your good, for those who love him. Everything in your life, whatever you are passing through this morning or during this period of time in your life, God is doing something in your life. God is doing something for good. The end result is good for you. The end result is to transform you to be like, like Christ. With this in mind, we define spiritual maturity as Christ-likeness or becoming, becoming like Christ. Our goal as Christians is not to be like this person or that person or I want to be like this leader or this elder. No. Our example is Jesus Christ, and God wants to transform us, to change us, to mold us, to do things in 
your and my life to be like him, like Christ, in every aspect in our lives. By our words, by love other people, even our enemies, by uh, having a passion for lost people, by building his kingdom, we need to be like him and to have the mind of Christ in our lives. Today I want to share with you some facts about spiritual maturity. Some of us maybe uh, have heard or used this term, spiritual maturity, but do we really understand what the word means and what it entails of us? Today I will share four facts about spiritual maturity. Four facts. Fact number one is, spiritual maturity is not automatic, it is a process. It's not automatic, it's a process, 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 long process. In Philippians chapter 1 verse 6, Paul said those words. He said, being confident for of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Notice in this verse, notice two words. He used two words, began and complete. Began and complete. If we look to those two words, what are these two words saying about our Christian life? There is a beginning in our Christian life, and there is an ending. And between this and that, there is a process. And God took us, take us during this process, every one of us, to be mature, to be mature more. Not to be like kids, but to be mature. Not to depend on milk all the time, but we need to have the solid food, as we read in Hebrews. Does it say that when we become a Christian, we instantly become complete in every spiritual discipline or aspect? The answer is no. According to Apostle Paul, in this process, our attitude, we should be confident. We should be sure that he will complete every good work in us. Every good work. You are his son, you are his daughter, and God loves you. And he wants to continue every good work in your life, every good work in your, in your heart. I want to ask and ask yourself this morning the following questions. What areas in your life are you struggling with and hope to overcome? Are you confident that Jesus is powerful enough to help you to be victorious after these, uh, over these areas in your life? Notice with me again what Romans 8.29 says. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. According to this verse, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Because Jesus Christ himself will complete every good work in your life. Jesus himself will continue. It doesn't depend on yourself. It doesn't depend on your power or your strength. But Jesus himself will continue every good work in your life. The completion of the work is up to Christ. Jesus will not give up on you, so don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on yourself. He's still working in me and you. We all facing struggles. We all facing problems. But always remember that he didn't finish his work on us. He didn't finish his work on us. Say to the person next to you, God didn't finish with me. God didn't finish with me. 
God didn't finish with you and me. He didn't finish. He's still working. Hallelujah. Okay. So first point is spiritual maturity is not automatic. It's a process. Number two, spiritual maturity takes discipline. Takes discipline. Most of our spiritual habits, spiritual habits like praying, reading God's word, uh, taking quiet time with the Lord, fasting, those are spiritual disciplines. And those spiritual disciplines, it will not come easy. It will not come easy at all at the beginning. This is why we need discipline. Discipline. And this word is hard sometimes. But there's the benefits from the discipline. First Timothy uh, chapter 4, verse 7, Paul said, But have nothing to do with worldly fables. Then he said, On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. Discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. Then verse 15 from the same chapter said, Take pains with these things. Be absorbed in them so that your progress may be evident to all. Your progress will be evident to all. In another translation said that your progress so that everyone may see your progress. Everyone may see your progress. My question to you this morning, is your wife can see your spiritual progress? Is your husband can see your spiritual progress? Is your children, your church, your friends can see that? Today, you should be better spiritually than two years ago. Today, you must be better than five years ago or ten years ago spiritually. Because that we know that we are growing spiritually. We are maturing spiritually. We should be better. And people around us should see the progress in our, in our lives. The discipline is not pleasurable. It's not easy, but it is important. Even in verse 15 mentions the word pain when it talks about the discipline. It's painful. The discipline is not pleasurable. Because it usually entails doing something that is not natural to us. Or something that we don't want to do. In Christian life, there will be things that will not come naturally at first. Maybe because these are things that you have never done before. Or didn't want to do in the past. But there is good news. According to verse 15, the result from spiritual discipline is to become an example and encouragement to others. Example to others and encouragement to other people around you. So ask yourself, in what areas of my life do I feel I need to practice more discipline? What hinders me from being disciplined in these areas? You can take decisions in the presence of God. Today, choose one area and ask the Lord to help you to have more discipline in this area. Spiritual maturity takes discipline, takes discipline. And this is the second fa fact about spiritual maturity. Takes, it's painful, it's not automatic, it's process, and also it's painful, and it takes discipline in our lives. Fact number three is, spiritual maturity entails cross-bearing every day, every day. In Luke chapter 9, verse 23, it says, Then he said to them, all, Jesus said to them, to his disciples, If anyone would come after me, 
he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Here Jesus asked his followers, asked his disciples to deny themselves, to talk and to take up their cross every day and to follow Jesus, to follow him. Maybe you ask, what do you mean by denying yourself? Simply denying yourself means say no to sin. Say no to worldly things. Say no to Satan. Say no to flesh. And on the other hand, say yes to Jesus. Say yes to the dedicated life. Say yes to live according uh, his word and his purposes. This is denying ourselves. Say no to the worldly things. Say no to the world around us, but say yes to Christ. And say yes to godly life. Last Friday, I was talking with youth group here at Lighthouse about uh, dedicated life, and we talked that how much how much the level of our dedication, and are we living normal Christians? Many Christians today live as normal Christians, just going to church on Sunday morning, and that's all. Normal Christians, but we need to live a dedicated life for Christ. A mature life for Christ. And there's a process. God take us from level to level to level to be mature in Him and to be dedicated more to Him. Deny yourself. Then He said, taking up your cross. Maybe you ask, what do you mean by taking up your cross? You know, some people think that your cross is, is your wife. Or is your mother-in-law. But taking up your cross means to live according to the gospel, to live godly life, and bearing our burdens willingly and joyfully. Then he said daily, take your cross or carry your cross every day, every day. What does it mean to take the cross every day? Jesus calls us to be a Christians every day. Not just Sunday mornings Christian, but Christians every day. Not Christians to meetings a week or one meeting or one hour every Sunday morning, but Jesus called us to be Christians every day. God wants us and wants me, wants you, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year, all the time. Christians all the time. Christians in the church, in home, in streets, in your workplace, everywhere we need to be Christians. We need to show Christ to other people. We need to be uh, His heart, His love, His hands, His feet to this needy world around us. Spiritual maturity is not a hat that you wear, you wear on Sundays and you leave it inside the closet the rest of the week. But it's the way of life, of everyday life. Every, every day, whatever you face, Choose to follow him and to obey him and to influence others. Carrying your cross every day involves whatever it takes to make Christ first in first place in your life. First place, first priority in your life. In everything, there is a price to pay. To become mature spiritually, there will be areas in your life you may have to give up to the Lord. There's areas in your life you need to give it to the Lord, to give up those areas to the Lord in order to be mature. 
Spiritual maturity entails obedience in all areas of our life. Obedience. And obedience, this is a very key word. Obedience. Obedience, this is a very important word in your Christian life, even in your Christian ministry. Obedience is very important. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 31, Paul said, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do it all for the glory of God. We should glorify God in all areas, in whatever we do, from the food we eat, from the clothes we wear, to the words we say. Everything you do in your life is for the glory of God, for His glory. We must take, take it upon that we are obeying Christ and bringing Him glory in everything we do. So spiritual maturity entails cross-bearing every day. And number four, and finally, finally, usually people will be happy when I say finally. <laughs> number four is spiritual maturity. It can only be done, it can only be done through Christ. It's not by our own power or by our own strength. Only spiritual maturity come and can be done through Christ. In Philippians, the famous verse, chapter 4, verse 13. Paul said, I can do all things through him who strengthened me. I can do all things. Today, whatever your circumstances are, with whatever your obstacles in your life are, you can say, I can do all things in Christ. Can you say that this morning? Can you say that to the person next to you? You can do everything through Christ? Say to the person next to you, you can do everything through Christ. Declare your faith this, this morning. Spiritual maturity is not by your strength or power, but through Jesus Christ who will give you the strength. It is through the Holy Spirit who dwells in you and help you every day to live a victorious life for God's glory. You know, sometimes we tend to rely on ourselves and to rely on our strengths, our abilities, our gifts to change and to mature. We try to do it by ourselves. But this morning, let me tell you something. You will not succeed if you do it by yourself. You need to do everything through Christ. He is the only one He can go through with you in this life. He is the only one He can help you in whatever you face in life. And the purpose is he will change you to be mature and to be transformed to his likeness. And this is the ultimate goal. This is the end result. God wants to change us to be like him. To be like him. Sometimes we try to do things by our own ability. But that doesn't work in Christian life. Remember, the Christian life is not difficult. Christian life, it's not difficult. It's impossible. It's impossible by our strength. It's impossible by our strength. That is why we need to depend on Jesus Christ in every moment of every day. Every moment of every day, we need to depend on Him and ask for His help and ask for His strength and know that He is helping us during our journey. He is helping us. He is changing us to be conformed to his likeness. 
this is spiritual maturity. So it's not automatic, it's process. It takes a discipline. It takes cross-bearing every day, and it can't be done by yourself or by your strength, but it can be done through Christ. Amen? Amen.